Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic is about like minds. What does it mean? How does it change things to be around people who have a mind like yours? Like you're all on the same accord, you're in alignment with each other. How can things happen? How can things be great or how can they be terrible, right? <clears throat> because sometimes you can have a like mind and depending on where you are in life, it could be destructive. But today I want to talk about like minds and how things can be um, bigger, better, and greater. I was speaking to an elder and he explained that in the years of him um, developing holistically, um, he was surrounded by other men who were doing great things holistically. So each of them had a different contribution. Each of them had a different modality that they studied, and then they all kind of cross-pollinated and shared with each other what they were studying and just had an interest in being um, healthy and well overall, and really just re- they were all interested in returning to nature to find out what worked and how it worked and why it worked so they could share it with people. And when you're around people who are interested in something that you are doing, you get an opportunity to work with each other in a way that really supports your growth in whatever that thing is. So you can get frustrated that your friends and your family don't necessarily support you, but really, if they're not interested and that's not their thing, there's nothing to be upset about. You have to get around people who are doing the things that you love to do, you know, and it doesn't have to be your partner. It doesn't have to be your husband or your wife. It doesn't have to be your children. Um, it doesn't have to be the way that you romanticized it, basically. Get to where those people are. So if you're having a certain experience in life and you're not around people who are having that same experience, then find support groups, find the people that are doing that thing to help you, you know, be stronger in whatever it is that you want to do. Even in business, you can't, your friends can only support you for so long. Your family can only support you for so long. They're not going to be your repeat customers, right? But there is a world full of people that has gone untapped that doesn't know anything about what you have to offer. And what I notice about people who are not around people who have like minds or the same interests as they do, they get discouraged very easily. They lack consistency. They um, they want to share what they have, but they just keep kind of bombarding the same people over and over and over. You have to... Um, Whatever it is that you're doing, like you have to do it whether you think people are watching or not. It has to be something that you're really into. And the more and more that you do it, as far, like I said, being consistent, you'll begin to uh, 
generate a momentum. And, and as you're generating that momentum and things start to pick up, you'll have more visibility. And as you have more visibility, the people who are also interested in that thing, who were doing the same thing, generating a momentum and being consistent, you'll run right into each other. So going to conventions and talking to people who do what you're interested in, creating meetup groups um, or, you know, social media platforms where you can all have a dialogue about that thing. It's really important to do that. It's really important to put yourself in places where people have a like mind like yours. (laughs) And, you know, it's really satisfying when you find your tribe. And um, it's okay for all the people that you love and care about to not be a part of your tribe. And you could still love them. You could still care about them. You could still kick it with them. It's just that what the, the things that are important to you as far as like your creativity or whatever that is, they're just not interested. And guess what? It's okay. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything other than that's not what they want to do. So don't wear yourself out trying to convince people of what it is that, um, you know, whatever you have going on, they need to be a part of it. People know what they want to do and people will support you when they want to support you and when they don't and when they have other things to do and they want to go support someone else don't take it personal like don't take any of it personal because regardless of who shows up or who supports you or however it happens if that's what you really want to do you're going to do it regardless right like you're going to do it regardless of how many people show up i used to um when I first started cleanses, you know, it started out as a six-week cleanse, which is a really long time to ask people to do. And so there would be several pickups. Um, you had to pick up twice a week. It was a lot of work, and it was a lot to ask people. Then I reduced it down to four weeks, and it was still a lot. And so I sat back, and I kind of thought, what makes sense to a person that has never cleansed before, like what doesn't feel overwhelming, right? Because I know I can do a six-week cleanse. I could do a four-week cleanse. I could do a seven-day cleanse. I could do a 21-day. I could do all of them, right? And so realistically uh, speaking and understanding, people are comfortable with doing three days. It's one pickup. I see them that one day, they get everything they need, and then, you know, we have an experience together over those three days, and we're good till we see each other next month. My friends are not always supporting me in a cleanse. They're not. But it took for me to figure out what was, what made sense to the average person, and where were the people who were like me? who wanted to be well, who wanted to give their body a break for three days out of the month. And once I did that, people started showing up. Now, here's what you don't know. Sometimes a cleanse would just be me and one other person. It wouldn't be a full group of people, but it didn't matter. I stayed consistent regardless of how many people showed up. And eventually over time, as I began to pick up momentum, 
the numbers started getting bigger. And then because the numbers started getting bigger, I became better at creating the product and so on and so forth. But regardless of whether it was three people or whether it was 15, I was going to do a cleanse. It didn't matter because that's what I wanted to do. And that's what was put on my heart to do. And the like-minded people showed up whenever I offered it. And so that's the point that I'm driving is that when you create something, you're creating it out of yourself. And there's just you and that thing there for a long time. But if that is what you really want to do, you will align with people who are doing something along the lines of what you're doing. And what's most important in being around like-minded people, are you listening? (laughs) One of the most important things is that you understand that you are being supported. There's no need for you to become competitive because it destroys the creative energy when you start becoming competitive in a tribe of people who are there to support each other. You have to learn um, like what your specialty is and then just be the expert in that thing so that when somebody needs to use you as a resource, if they need to know something about something, they know exactly who to go to. But don't get in an environment with like, like-minded people and become pompous and arrogant and trying to take over and, and flex your knowledge and so on and so forth. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. The best thing that you could do is show up with the information that you have and share it um, in a space and in a way where everybody can benefit from it. You should not be competing or trying to outdo the people who are supporting you in your craft where you all have a like mind and a like interest. Just kind of fall back and allow yourself to be a student and allow yourself to be a resource and an expert in your field so that when people call on you, you feel confident and you have the self-esteem that it takes to share those things with other people. And the more that you do that, the more people that will show up because you're providing a safe space for people to get information from you and you're approachable and people know that they can trust you with their information as well. So with that being said, whatever it is that you do, be consistent. Make sure you look at and touch that thing, whatever it is, every day. And allow yourself to build momentum and know that that momentum is going to take you somewhere. And when it does, it's going to align you with people who have a mind like yours. And those people will help put you in position to be successful. And you have to remember to stay humble in that process. There's no room for ego or arrogance while you're doing that. And the more that you stay humble the more that will come back to you. There's so much reciprocity in knowing that when you're making a contribution, you're just willing to release it and let it go. And then when it comes back to you, you know exactly where it's coming from. And it's because you've surrounded yourself with people who think the same way as you do. Okay? So that's all for now. (laughs) Thank you for listening. 
Remember, take care of yourself and each other. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. I am Alicia. Peace and progress.